You're listening to Her Life Unfolds. I'm your host, Glennis Clarice. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, here is where we celebrate the journey of women who are working to create not only the life of their dreams, but the life that they deserve. And this is a platform where we will have some hard yet very honest conversations that will allow us to take a deeper look into how we as women navigate being a woman in today's world. So the podcast will be a mix of interviews and single episodes where I discuss a topic that I believe we as all women can relate to. And the guests that will appear here with me are women that we see every day because it's important for me for this platform to be a place where all women can share their story of unfolding. No story will be left unexplored here. Women from all walks of life are who we want to hear from because in every woman's story, there is a little bit of ourselves in there somewhere. So whether you're seeking motivation to pursue your dreams, looking for advice, or simply enjoy hearing stories of phenomenal women, Her Life Unfolds is the podcast for you. So welcome to this journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment. So now I'm going to get into taking ownership of our lives, right? Owning who we are not only requires self-acceptance, but self-awareness as well. So self-acceptance involves embracing oneself unconditionally and acknowledging both their strengths and limitations. It means being comfortable with who you are, including your imperfections, and it also includes treating yourself with kindness and compassion. When you practice self-acceptance, you cultivate a positive self-image as well as reduce self-judgment as a result of that, allowing you to experience greater self-esteem and mental well-being. Self-awareness, on the other hand, uh, involves understanding your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. And it's the ability to observe yourself objectively recognizing patterns and motivations behind your actions. By developing self-awareness, you gain insight into your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, and aspirations. This awareness empowers you to make conscious choices that is aligned with your authentic self, which leads you to more fulfilling and a purpose-driven life. Both self-acceptance and self-awareness are interconnected and reinforce each other, okay? And by accepting and embracing who you are, you create a foundation for self-awareness. In turn, self-awareness enables you to identify areas for growth and recognize self-defeating patterns and make positive changes. It also enhances your understanding of how you interact with others fostering empathy and improving those relationships. Now that I've shared my personal story, let's dig a little deeper into imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is a psychological phenomenon where many of us doubt our accomplishments and have a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. And this stems from having high expectations, perfectionism, and self-comparison, fear of failure, 
stereotype threat, as well as internalizing feedback. So let me touch on each of these a little more and how they contribute to experiencing imposter syndrome. Perfectionism. Those with imposter syndrome often tend to set extremely high standards for themselves and feel inadequate when or if they fall short of those standards, okay? They believe that any success that they achieve is pretty much due to luck or external factors rather than their own abilities. Fear of failure. The fear of failure is a a common underlying factor in imposter syndrome. People may avoid taking risk or pursuing new opportunities because they fear that failure will expose them and their perceived incompetence. Social comparison. Comparing oneself to others, particularly those who seem more successful or accomplished, can intensify imposter syndrome in many of us. So seeing others' accomplishments can amplify feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt. Stereotype threat. Now this is something that I was not aware of. Stereotype threat. Imposter syndrome can be influenced by societal expectations. Queen energy is not at all about being perfect or even striving to be. It's about being who we are without having to apologize to anyone for it. Before moving on to the actual components of queen energy, I want to touch on what embodying confidence, self-worth, personal power, Recognizing our strengths, owning our uniqueness, and living authentically not only looks like, but how they are about recognizing our value as women and having a certain level of belief in our abilities and potential. And here's a breakdown of these components. So embodying confidence. Confidence is a state of being assured in our skills, our decisions, and our actions. When we embody confidence, we project a sense of self-assuredness and assurance in various aspects of our lives. Now, this does not mean we have to be perfect or without self-doubt because we are human, but rather we trust ourselves to handle challenges and believe in our capacity to learn and grow. When it comes to self-worth, self-worth is the recognition of our inherent value as women regardless of external factors like achievements or appearance. Embracing our self-worth means understanding that we deserve respect, love, and happiness simply because we are human. It's about treating ourselves with kindness and refusing to let negative self-perceptions dictate our self-esteem. When it comes to our personal power, Personal power refers to the ability to influence and shape our own lives. It involves taking control of our choices, our actions, and how we respond to certain situations. Embracing personal power means recognizing that we have the agency to make decisions that are Now that we've looked back and reflected on 2023, it's time to look ahead. And the first tip to maximizing the final quarter of the year is crucial, and that is setting clear goals for yourself. Remember this acronym, and I'm pretty sure many of you know it, S-M-A-R-T. Specific, 
measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Make those goals that you have for yourself for the remainder of the year crystal clear and attainable. Not only that, break them down in such a way that the goal does not overwhelm you and leave you questioning, where do I even start? I believe that whatever goals that you have left to achieve this year, you have more than enough time to make them happen. But you have to not only be focused and determined, but also realize that the only person who can make those goals happen is you. The next tip is to prioritize self-care. With the holiday season approaching, it's easy for us to get overwhelmed with everything that is going on that we can forget to place self-care and ourselves at the top of our list. Prioritize self-care to maintain your mental and emotional well-being, okay? Whether it's a bubble bath, meditation, a good book, a getaway, or a staycation, find what relaxes and fulfills you. The third tip is to practice gratitude and mindfulness. In the hustle and bustle of life, we often forget to live in the present moment. Uh, However, being vulnerable allows you to be a lot more authentic with yourself. It allows you to um, be able to express your fears, your thoughts, right? It allows you to open Mm -hmm. up in a way that um, can align a lot of who you are, right? And so... Mm -hmm. Uh, for women, vulnerability is really important because it allows us to form a connection with not only ourselves, but deepen relationships with others, um, work on our own self-acceptance, right? Being able to um, being able to accept those parts of ourselves that's not always easy to deal with and mm-hmm. just allow space for personal growth. Vulnerability requires courage, a lot mm-hmm. of courage to just not even face yourself and be who you truly are but to allow yourself to be seen by other people so yeah i i get that so what are some common misconceptions about vulnerability especially when it comes to women well i think it's like um what you said it's it's this idea that um just to kind of go with what you said on the opposite end of that there's this idea that vulnerability is is associated with weakness Right. It's associated with um, something you don't want anybody to know or see about you. And so um, it can feel like a threat or like you're opening yourself up for criticism. Right. You're detaching in some way from who you identify yourself as being. And in reality, like you just mentioned, vulnerability is actually a sense of courage. Right. It's coming from this place of strength. Because to be able to go into that kind of space is risky. You don't know what you're going to get from it. And um, when you think about vulnerability, it doesn't just, it doesn't, you know, it's not just about um, talking about your emotions. Talking about your emotions. You see, like I do work with a lot of people in the space of inner child healing, shadow work, that kind of thing. And vulnerability is a key part of that because you're facing a part of yourself that like I said, it's usually that part you don't want to acknowledge, that part you don't want to deal with anymore. I think when you think about um, vulnerability, it it kind of brings up injustices, right? 
um, it kind of brings up. To me, self-love is truly about having the courage to choose yourself first, making yourself the top priority. Because, you know, we live in a society where everybody is pulling on you. And because we live in this, in this society, we truly have to make sure that we're putting ourselves first and having that courage to say, you know what? I have a lot of things to do. I have a lot of, you know, demands on my life, but putting myself first should be a top priority, you know? And that's what I'm, I have learned over the last 12, 13 years in this, what we call self-love journey. I have learned mm -hmm. that putting myself first is important. Yeah. So what inspired you to write 28 Days of Love? What do you hope readers will gain from it? Well, you know what? I started my self-love journey in like 2011. And this was after realizing that I needed to kind of slow down and make myself a priority. So my self-love journey at the time in 2011, it wasn't called self-love. I started my journey and I called it my authentic journey. And it was just, I was just realizing that I was always looking for validation, for love in toxic relationships with um, the different men that I was involved with and just different friendships. And so I decided to take time out 12 or 13 years ago to date myself, uh, to heal from the death of my daughter. And it ultimately evolved into, some, into something greater. You know, it's a constant evolvement of my self-love. And the, truly the ultimate goal of my book is to challenge others to be brave enough to, to really to face their inner issues and wounds and really to start their own healing journey to really tap into love within for themselves. Yeah. Can you share some common misconceptions? Our organization, we just celebrated 15 years. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. We just oh, wow. celebrated 15 years. Um, we had an event here in Atlanta on November the 11th, and it was so amazing. You know, each year it grows. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard, kind of hard, you know, being that uh, minority you know, nonprofit business owner yeah. and president. Uh -huh. But, you know, our organization over the past few years have grown. And again, you know, it's so grateful for us to see epilepsy survivors and families that come from other states to come to our event. Wow. You know? So it's amazing. It's great. That's impact. That really yes. is impact. And I know you're proud. I'm proud to even hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. Yes. I know it's going to get bigger and grow beyond what it is now 15 thank years so that, that's an accomplishment that really is thank so, you so much welcome so can you highlight a success story or memorable moment that demonstrates the impact of your foundation's work I would say, to be honest with you, one of the we've had several successful moments because our uh -huh. organization has received um, accolades as well as awards, uh -huh. you know, throughout the years that we've been, you know, uh, in service for the community over the past 15 years. But one thing, to be honest with you, that I just I, I believe I will never forget uh -huh. um, is when Angels of Epilepsy received a phone call at our office from Tyler Perry Studios. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. And it was actually producers of mm -hmm. the um, show Divorce Court. And I'm wow. saying to myself, I'm saying to myself, I'm, I've never been married, so I don't know why you're calling. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they were calling us because they did their own research. 
So here we are. We have come to the end of season one of Her Life Unfolds. And I hope that each of you have found some advice, some gems that you have taken and applied to your life in some way. I thought doing a mashup of the season would be a great way to officially end out the season and thank each of you for listening and your support. I want to thank my guests, Bianca, Stylisha, and Natalie for being here with me and sharing their expertise and their own personal stories with us. And I am looking forward to having them back again soon. This season has shown me that I can do anything I put my mind to, even when I don't feel like it. (laughs) There were days where I just did not want to record or edit, but because of my love for podcasting, producing, hosting, and writing for Her Life Unfolds, I showed up and I'm glad that I did. At the start of this season, I wasn't sure how many episodes it would have because I wanted to feel my way through. And now that I have reached the end of season one, I have come to reflect on the season and what I would like to have happen in season two. Season two will have more episodes and guests and maybe a live show to end out season two. I'm excited for what's to come and I hope that you will be also. I will be back with season two in February so stay tapped in to Miss B More and her life unfolds on Instagram for all the tea. Okay? I would love to have you. So with that being said, until then, stay inspired and empowered. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Her Life Unfolds. I'm your host, Glennis Clarice. Her Life Unfolds is a Miss Be More production.